Welcome back to the Colorado Switchblade, where we delve into pressing social issues and share stories that matter. I'm your host, as always, Jason Van Tatenove. And today's episode is both urgent and heart-wrenching. We're focusing on the alarming disappearance of Mavis Brink, a local teenager from Estes Park who has gone missing in Las Vegas under mysterious circumstances. Our goal today is not only to shed light on Mavis's case, but also to deepen our understanding of the broader issue of human trafficking, a pervasive challenge that affects our community deeply. And even though we live in Estes Park and feel we might be insulated from things like this, obviously that is not the case. In Nevada alone, more than 8,000 children are reported missing each year. And sadly, Las Vegas stands as a hotspot for human trafficking. This episode is a call to action to raise awareness, to educate, and to mobilize our community in the fight against this heinous crime and to, God willing, help bring Mavis home. Today, we have with us Amber Brink, Mavis's mother, who will share her story and the ongoing efforts to find her daughter. But first, let's explore the context of this tragedy and understand the scale of human trafficking, both locally and nationally. In Nevada, Statistics from the National Human Trafficking Hotline rank the state second in the number of cases per 100,000 residents. Most of these involve sex trafficking. Las Vegas, known for its vibrant tourism, unfortunately also becomes a ground for such criminal activities. The FBI has designated Las Vegas as one of the 13 high-intensity child prostitution areas in the country. In 2017, the Nevada Coalition to Prevent the commercial sexual exploitation of children reported approximately 5,687 victims of child sex trafficking within the state. Now, these aren't just statistics. They represent lives derailed, futures stolen. Now, let's, let's turn to a more personal aspect of this crisis. Again, Amber Brink is a a friend of my family. My daughters go to school with Mavis. And I just want to thank her for taking the time to help spread word about this. And I encourage all of my listeners to, if you, if you've heard anything, if you have any tips, reach out to the Las Vegas police department or reach out to the SS park police department, um, with any information you might have. Um, I will be providing that contact information, um, at the end of the podcast episode and also in the show notes. So here is. Amber, old friend of mine, going over the nightmare that her family and she are now living through at this very moment. There's also a GoFundMe account, which I will be linking in the show notes. I verified it with uh, the family that that is a legitimate GoFundMe account that you can contribute to helping this, with this uh, investigation and just the, the search for Mavis and hoping to bring her home. Okay, we are here with someone who has been a friend of mine literally since I have moved to town. Um, she's someone that's known me and, and my my late wife for years now. And our kids grew up together. They, they are uh, going to the same schools, you know, doing the same things. So I want to welcome Amber onto the show. Amber is living a nightmare right now. She's living one of the worst nightmares a parent can go through. So Amber, thanks for coming on. I just want to help you know, get word out about it, but please tell us what's going on. What, what's happening with, with you and and your kiddo. Um, 
my daughter is currently missing in Las Vegas. Uh, she is 16 years old. Her name is Mavis Frank. Um, when we uh, got to the airport to get on the plane, um, my daughter befriended someone who sort of made me feel uncomfortable. Um, whether or not they're connected, I am not 100% certain. Um, it has been relayed to the police, that information, and they're looking into everything. Um, and but, you were going on vacation, right? Yes, we're going on vacation. We've had this trip planned for three months. Um, we were excited about it. and. It pretty much nosedived within the first 12 hours of being here. So she she had connected with this person at the airport. Tell us what happened from there. So um, we were walking through the um, Bellagio a few hours after we landed. And my daughter received a notification that the person that she met at the airport um, was contacting her. And um, I didn't know that Mavis had shared social media and all that stuff uh, with this person. And, um, you know, of course, when I heard her say, oh, this person is messaging me, um, I told her that she was crazy and not to talk to strangers and you don't just give your information to people that you just met. Um, and, Later that night, we, you know, we did some shopping and everything. I uh, went out and ate, um, came and checked into our hotel here at the Paris Hotel. Um, and uh, kids took a nap. Um, we were, uh, you know, going to go out and do some stuff. And we went to CVS. Um, Mavis had been agitated and irritable um, with her siblings, um, you know, cooped up in a long trip and a long day. And she got into an argument with my uh, son, who's two years younger than her, and um, was irritated. Um, and then an argument with me because I told her that she needed to let it go. Oh, you know, and she stormed out of the hotel room. Um, you know, she's a teenager. She gets upset. You know, you give them some space. So she stormed out of the hotel room. Um, and I didn't really think too much of it. Um, you know, it's like she's 16. She's capable of walking around a little bit on her own. Um, we tried to get in touch with her. Um, she said that she was upset and that she was going to go and walk around. And um, she, she never came back. Uh, I tried to contact her all night, um, thinking that she would come back. Um, and then I finally made the police report. Um, in the early morning hours uh, yesterday. Uh, and they've put out um, a 
they're classifying her as a runaway. Um, but information that we have gotten since then um, has led us to believe that there is something else going on. Um, I went through Mavis's call logs, um, trying to figure out who she contacted, where she could be, trying to call the, you know, any any way to find her. And um, one of the people that I called um, answered the phone, and it was a gentleman and his wife that said that they had seen Mavis out in the MGM um, casino around uh, three or four o'clock in the morning, the night that she disappeared. Um, and she was accompanied by a uh, older male, um, well, older than she is. I'm not exactly sure how old, but somebody that should not be hanging out with a 16 year old female. Um, and then a, another 16 year old girl. Um, and the woman that I talked to said, to me, um, your daughter is being trafficked. We know of this guy and we've seen him around and this is what he does. So at this point, you know, we're doing everything that we can to try to find her. Um, Las Vegas Angels have, um, have uh, been in contact with me. Um, the police department, here, um, the vice uh, department, we have a detective working. Um, we have the casinos. Caesars um, was the first to really step up. Um, we made a report right away, um, right after we contacted the police department with them. And um, they really took it very seriously. Um, they're going to check. Uh, you know, facial recognitions, all the security officers are um, alerted. And then uh, MGM um, as well and all their properties have sent out a BOLO, um, which is a missing person sing type of guest for Vegas. And um, everybody's, you know, looking for, I've uh, combed the streets. I was out till three o'clock in the morning last night just showing her picture to everyone that I can um, and giving my phone number to try to get people, um, you know, to really get her face out there and figure out where she is at because, you know, it's been, this is the second day that she's gone um, now. And uh, she's 16. She doesn't have any money. Um, she has her ID but um, she only has the clothes on her back. She doesn't have her medication. Um, she has her phone, uh, but she has uh, not answered any of our calls um, at all. Um, she's blocked everyone that we um, have in our family. Um, she hasn't reached out to her friends. Her friends haven't talked to her um, since yesterday that I know of. Um, I'm really hoping that that if anyone has any information, they'll reach out to the police department. Um, Would that be the Vegas Police Department or the um, or the Estes Park Police Department? 
either or? Yes. Okay. Yes, either or. Okay. It, and what can we do as the SS Park? I know that everyone on my Facebook feed is has been sharing your updates and, and your messages, like literally everyone in town seems to be doing it. Um, I know that you've, the whole community is, is trying to rally behind your family. Is there anything we can do? You know, to keep um, us in your thoughts and prayers and well wishes and good vibes, whatever. Um, I really believe in manifestation and, uh, you know, just that she's going to get back to us safe um, and just keep sharing. And if there is anything that anybody hears, even if they think that it's insignificant or they hear anything from Mavis, please speak up and let myself know or you can contact the s park police department the s park schools um las vegas um missing persons um just i mean if you see something say something okay well amber i i'm praying for you and i know everyone else is and i'm just so sorry you're going through this oh Lord. thank you i appreciate it you know it's uh, it's a big city and it's can be very dangerous and especially to a young girl from a small community to be out. Um, I mean, we don't know anybody in Las Vegas. You know, we don't have friends in Las Vegas. We love coming to Las Vegas. We've been, it's our second trip with the kids, you know, um, but it's, we're certainly seeing the, the darker side of what can happen so all right well good luck and godspeed with all of this and we'll we'll be trying everything we can to see what we can we can do to help okay thank you so much i really appreciate it that has been one of the hardest interviews i've done it always hits harder when you're in a small community and and these are the people you know and your neighbors and your friends and people your kids are growing up with. As we conclude today's episode, I want to leave you with some crucial safety strategies and resources. Whether you're a parent, a teenager, or just a concerned member of the community, these tips and organizations can make a significant difference. So as far as safety strategies for travel and general awareness, just the first rule is always just stay aware of your surroundings, especially in unfamiliar places, you know, traveling in groups or safety in numbers, avoid going to secluded places alone, keep in regular contact when traveling, um, regularly check in with family and friends. And here's the big one. Be cautious with new acquaintances. Be wary of strangers who seem overly friendly or intrusive or, you know, want to connect up right away. Um, and then educate yourself and others. Know the signs of human trafficking and uh, educate those around you. There are some resources out there um, that you can also get in touch with if you would like further information. The Vegas Angels, as mentioned by Amber, is a local nonprofit in Vegas that specializes in finding missing people, especially children in the Las Vegas area. They're a resource for those that have lost loved ones and need support and search efforts. Um, their website is vegasangels.org. The National Human Trafficking Hotline is a vital resource for reporting suspected human trafficking and getting help. They can be reached at 1-888-373-7888 
or you can text them at 233-733. The Nevada Child Seekers is a local organization that works tirelessly to find missing children in Nevada. They can be uh, a great local resource for local cases there. Their website is, their phone number is 702-423-6105. The, um, the website is freeinternational.org. They are working to end human trafficking in the U.S., The uh, Nevada Child Seekers, their phone number is 702-458-7009. And their website is nevadachildseekers.org. All right, this is a uh, developing story, and we will be following it um, until we help bring this, this young girl home, back home to Estes Park. And, um, you know, I'm not the praying type. I, I don't pray often, but um, I encourage all of you to, to just take a moment out of your day and pray for Mavis Brink and uh, Amber and, and Bill and the family. Um, there is a GoFundMe. I will post that into the links. Um, that will help them. They're there in Vegas. They were just, it was a planned vacation that's turned into a nightmare. Um, but it's organized by Sean... Alder, I, I verified with the family that they will indeed have access to the funds raised there. It'll help them stay in the Vegas area to continue the the search for Amber. I'm going to be posting um, the the different uh, police bulletins and um, missing persons posters in this podcast as well. Please share out this special um emergency episode of the Colorado switchblade and help us bring back uh, Mavis because um, she's one of our own and we got to, we got to rally. And that is one thing Estes Park has just blown me away with is just how much a community can rally around its own and, and help to in times of crisis and need. So please take the time out of your day and, and share this information, share the bulletins, just get word out. If you hear anything, as, as Amber was saying, if you hear anything, even if you don't think it's important, if it may seem inconsequential, you never know. Just get in touch with the authorities and just let them have it so that they, they have it to, to help with this investigation. All right, folks, that's it for today. Um, I will be hopefully doing another podcast here soon, probably in the next week. Um, I've invited on uh, Chief Hayes and um, uh, Travis Mahalik, the uh, town administrator, about the three Estes Park Police Department members that are on administrative leave, hopefully getting some information about what has been going on there. Um, but that's it for the day. So I hope that we, uh, we have good news with Mavis soon, and I will keep you updated. Thanks for listening once again. This is the Colorado Switchblade, and as always, I'm Jason Van Tatenove, your host.